Hello and welcome to this week's Community Power Podcast, a series being brought to you in partnership with Local Trust. My name's Chris Allen and in this series we're showcasing some incredible projects focusing in particular on what happens when you give local people the resources, the power and the assets to make a difference to their neighbourhoods. With me is series producer Beth Lazenby. It's a little bit different this week, Beth, isn't it? So tell us about it. Yeah, it is indeed. So this week we are celebrating our Creative Civic Change programme, which is our sister programme, which looks at what happens when you give uh, communities funding to focus on arts and creativity. So it's only a three year programme. It's coming to the end this year. So we thought it'd be great to talk to George and Anna, who've both been part of different Creative Civic Change projects. We'll be hearing from Anna Francis in a moment or two's time. But first of all, here's George. And I asked him to introduce himself. So my name's George Hill. I'm the co-chair of Creative Kingswood and Hazel Lees in Corby in the East Midlands. And that's obviously where you were born and bred. I was born and bred in the west coast of Scotland in right. a town called Greenock. Yeah, right. And what brought you down to Corby? Um, my brother was living here in the 1980s and I'd just left the army. Right. And I was kind of wandering, so I wandered to Corby. And, and you never got out again? Yeah, I travelled a little bit, but I've, for the last, since the 80s, mid-80s, I've been, Corby's my home. And it's, it's been your Yes, absolutely. Brilliant. And Anna, yourself? Hello, yeah, I'm Anna Francis, and I'm one of the directors of the Portland Inn Project in Stoke-on-Trent. I'm an artist, and I'm also an associate professor at the university in Stoke. Right, so one of the things you have in common, despite Stoke-on-Trent and Corby has been where you, you live, is the Creative Civic Change Project. Tell us a little bit about it, Anna, what it aims to do. So Creative Civic Change is a programme which has supported, I think it's 16 areas across um, across England, to think about how creative and cultural activity can support communities to rethink, revive and develop really. Um, it's been a three-year programme that's extended a little bit um, because of the pandemic, but it's been an amazing supportive programme which has really put... Um, control and power into the hands of community members to think creatively about what their areas might need. And what is it about creativity and the different types of creativity that engages people? Well, for us, with our project, um, we've found that having creative conversations really opens up new ways of looking at um, some some deeply embedded problems. Um, it enables people to kind of see things differently, to take an imaginative journey, which can actually really lead to some positive outcomes and some lasting change. Right. And is, is, is it easier for people to engage with creativity and with, with some of the systems that we have? Well, because our neighbourhood, um, we were in a regeneration zone where um, there was a major consultation with the community and the area was due to be demolished. And um, in that process, no change happened. Whereas with a creative process, you might take a material and you might transform that material and change happens immediately. Nice. And so you can start seeing something concrete and something visible that people can get their hands into and they can take a part in making some some physical change, which then leads, I think, to um, other ways of thinking and seeing the neighbourhood. Thank you. And, and George, what have you been up to in Corby? What have you been, how have you been engaging with the programme? Engagement is always a challenge, but challenges are only opportunities. So we've had many um, projects, and I just and I love what you say there. You know that 
beautiful description of you know the creative the, the change that can happen and it has happened within our community so we've engaged with um, our community of Kingswood and Hazel Lees and um, it, for me personally I see it as a, an opportunity for members of my community of our, our community to, 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 to be able to participate in art yeah you know, in, in, the, in the broadest sense, and we've allowed that and enabled that and supported that, and that's that's what we will continue to do and we hope to do after Creative Civic Change ends in October. George, you said engagement is absolutely key. Have you found that people are able to link into Creative Civic Change more easily, perhaps, than other programmes that you've seen? We do all the publicity, do the, the, the one-to-ones, the chatting, going to neighbourhood centres, and, yeah... And I can under, I understand why people don't want to engage, perhaps, you know, yeah. they're just concentrating and keeping a roof over their head or they're putting a loaf on their table. And to come and do a bit of art might not seem like appropriate. But those that we do engage with are engaged, you right. know, so, and there is work being produced, you know, so there is um, beautiful conversations. There's, um, yeah, and th- the facilities that we use are, uh, allow that and enable that. I think that if somebody takes part in something, there's no expectation on our part for them. It, it, they can just enjoy it and, yeah. and, and to, to have some joy in it. And it, if they share that with their, their community, that's beautiful. But we, you know, so we do a, a little bit of follow-up and there's some stories within the Creative Civic Change that have been of individuals mm. who have taken it a bit further. You know, so that there, are, there are those examples of that. But I just don't know that we need to um, expect people to, to become... Artists, you know, because we all are artists anyway. So just, just, it's just about a joy, you know. But and and like, what's a difficult, difficult time that we're living in? Yeah. So, so joy, joy. Just enjoy. Yes. That's all we expect of people. Have a yeah. good time yeah. and have fun. And, and, and you and learn through, don't you? And you meet other people, and you feel perhaps more positive about yourself. Yes, and you know. it reduces a bit of isolation, perhaps. And there's you break bread together. You have a cup of tea, a biscuit, and. And it's just, um, yeah, we don't want to put people under pressure to, you know, so, yeah, it's just joy, simple. And what about Portland, Dana? What's the kind of things, reflecting on what George was saying there, bringing people together, what have you seen? I don't think we would have described ourselves as an organisation before Creative Civic Change. We were a project and um, Creative Civic Change has enabled us and our community to um, really form some important uh, frameworks actually so we work in an area where there is really no um, social infrastructure so there's no community center there's no pub there's no post box um, <laughs> So really, um, our project was about trying to bring back the community infrastructure in an area where there isn't any. Well, how did you do If you've got nowhere to meet, how did you do that? Yeah, so that's been part of we, our project. It's called the Portland Inn Project, and it's all about trying to get the resources to regenerate a disused and abandoned pub. And we're in the process of doing that. Um, so we've got an asset transfer. We've, we've re um, we've reworked the design for the building with the community so we worked with an architect to do that um, and we are now fundraising for that architectural plan which we do have planning permission for but creative civic change was everything that wasn't about the building that one of the first things we did was um, set up a community decision making panel right at the beginning which gives a formal structure to how community members can help us to shape what it is that we do locally Um, And I think that because skills and skills development has been a key part of our programming over the three year project, um, we've been able to 
think about the skills that we want to develop with it, with the community but also community members have begun to um, identify things that they want to do you know skills that they want to develop and creative methods that they want to test out and um, so for example one of our community members Nana she was really interested in cooking but she talked about not having loads of confidence around sharing that with the community um, and via the project um, we set up Nana's kitchen and she's just started off by hosting um, some community meals around a campfire everyone would get involved in preparing the food together and then we would have a meal together and a discussion and um, and that's now a really important part of our project and our program and has really supported Nana to think differently about herself and her role in the community and um, really building confidence also the young people were really interested in learning more about music so we um, worked with uh, one of the people that work with us regularly with our youth club it turned out was an amazing um, musician and rap artist and so he worked with the young people to write a music and um, well create a music video actually so they nice. made the music and they made the video and so we've been able to think about how ideas that community members want to test that use creativity in its widest sense we've been able to support that via the project and to sort of think about um, how we can all develop skills together that can then go back into the project and support the community to kind of you know be together creatively which has just been so fantastic so um you know, when we applied to Creative Civic Change, we didn't realise that we couldn't spend the money on the building. Yeah, right. And so we were a bit <laughs> shocked. But actually, it's been the best thing for us because although it's called the Portland Inn Project, um, it's it's become much more about the relationships that we have with our community and the activity and programme that we do together, which eventually will end up with with the building but actually what's much more important i think is developing who we are as a community and kind of coming back together around this idea of sort of the development of social infrastructure which isn't about buildings actually it's about everything in between yeah. what makes a community what is the glue that kind of holds holds everything together the building becomes a means to an end doesn't <laughs> it and it sounds like you've discovered that community the building will help you but actually it's not the be all and end all Absolutely. And I think we wouldn't probably have um, got to that point without creative civic change. And George, you're, you're nodding along enthusiastically with that and, and sort of uh, you recognise those ideas, those principles. Yeah, I do. And I just think that creative civic change, I've been involved in community for since 2010, but creative civic change has been a, a beautiful addition to my own personal experience of working within community um, for, for many of the reasons that Anna has, has spoken about. Um, so and just w giving somebody the opportunity to, to have a bursary to, to buy some materials, to, to, to go and see a show, or, and we've done that as well. So, And I don't know that we're as structured as that, but we, we, what we're doing is just, um, we have a wonderful collective in the in the Creative Civic Change team. You have made with many, Corby Community Arts, the Core Theatre, and our critical friend, Heather Peak morrison um, and, uh, and, and members of the community, Big Local's part of it as well. So it's just... And, the, and I just thinking back over the last three years, the stuff that we've done and put on, you know, trips and, you know, Skegness Arts Festival, Birmingham, Custer Factory, the, the murals, the community murals actually getting physical art on the wall. And this was all done difficultly with a lot of consultation and, and, and having the community make the decisions on designs, on places where these things can happen. And the masterclasses that are about to happen now are exciting. So there is... 
and it's I feel a little bit not not sad that it's ending, but it's given us the, the momentum I think to to seek for you know to look for more investment because these things do cost money. You're you're, you're talking very warmly and very personally there about the impact it's had had on you, the life changing, and also the people ar- around you. Yeah. We know which I think most people will hear very very clearly. Mm-hmm. This had a massive effect on and your perhaps on your confidence, on your meeting with other people, seeing what community is, and also you've seen that in others as well. Yes, absolutely, but. The last trip that we've done for, for our community, we have a much bigger community. We have 1,700 homes in Kingswood right. and th- 1,300 homes in Hazel Lee. So I think there's about five, 6,000 people within our um, big local and creative civic change area. Not everybody's going to take part in it, but those who do, just the Skegness Arts Festival trip, there's just so many. You know, afterwards, people were coming up and saying that was wonderful and they might not have been able to afford to do that and... And it's highlighted a lot of the real problems that we have. Yeah, and, you, and you talk about trying to continue this, because not because of the, the project, but because of the values within the project that, yes. that you're discovering now. How do you think it might be possible to do that? Have you got people working on where yes, you might Yes, we, we, our Creative Civic Change in Kingswood and Hazel Lisa, I've had a meeting already with the whole team and we're, we're just going to chap doors and we're going to put in bids and we're going to, you know, we've got, we've got a strategy. Sounds a bit grandiose, but we've got a strategy <laughs> ready to go. We're going to hit the funders again and show the successes and the wins, and we'll push through. You know, yeah. so we're going to, yeah, we're going to, we're going to make this happen. You're going to make it happen. Yeah, yeah. You're going to make it. Happen. And, and, and continue, I'm, continue. And Andy, you're nodding very enthusiastically there because you recognise all the values that George is there talking about as well. You must have seen it in Portland too. Yeah, certainly. Um, I think the thing that's different about creative civic change. Um, you know, there's there's loads of shared things that I can mm-hmm. recognise in what you're saying, George. Um, but what's been so important, actually, is that each neighbourhood and each area has been able to um, form their own plan yes. and has been able to kind of really work with their community to think about what works in that neighbourhood. Mm-hmm. Because what works for us in Portland necessarily, wouldn't yeah. necessarily work the same for you. And I think that's what's been so important, that local trust and the other partners have trusted us to be able to work with our communities and to create something bespoke, meaningful and relevant to those neighbourhoods. But that goes back to local trust. When Big Local was set up, it was, it was about communities having... The, the, the power to make those decisions. Now, at the beginning of every podcast, I say, this is what happens when you give local people the power, the money and the assets to get on with it. Mm. And you seem to be saying, yeah, that's what works. Absolutely. Um, there's no wrongness in this. There's no, it's just, it's just being a bit of flexibility. Or Anna, I'm guessing, you know, the building is not the be-all and end-all for what we were saying earlier, but the building might really help you develop moving forward. Yeah, I mean, just recognising that um, the the more solid the structure and framework around us, the more people are able to kind of trust us, want to get involved. We've we've noticed um, we we used to operate from a series of. Um, temporary structures and then just having a shipping container which is a place to visit um, has really changed how our community think about us but also how funders think about us as well so that's been quite important but one thing that I think we're really advocating for with the Portland Inn project and we're working on a 100 year plan for our neighbourhoods but we're also working on influencing tools which are we hope going to be really useful to other communities like ours but also to advocate to policy makers and funders to think longer term 
a longer term sustainable approach to the way that communities develop I think it would be much, much better for everyone. Breathing space, isn't it? You know, just that time, because that three years has been really valuable, hasn't it? You know, mm. yes, uh, and I'm supporting you. Now, I believe um, you wanted to have my chair. You wanted to have my seat, aren't you? You're going to be doing your own podcast as you move forward in order to try to keep the story going, George. You're going to be, you're going to be in a hot seat from time to time? Heather and I will be co-hosting six podcasts right. around six uh, creative separate change areas. This podcast will get the, the stories of each of those six creative separate changes. Annie, you're going to be a, a guest on one of George's, you know, podcasts as well. Yeah. Hope he doesn't give you a hard time. No. Yeah, we're, well, we're really looking forward to it because um, George and Heather are both very inspiring people, yeah. and we're looking forward to them coming to visit us in Stoke, and um, you know, just having a really great and rich conversation. Well, thanks to you both for being here today and thanks for, for sharing your thoughts. And we look forward to the podcast coming down the road and, yeah. and we'll definitely put all the links in there in our show notes. Thank thanks you. very much. Thank you, Chris. Yeah, cheers. That was Anna Francis and George Hill from the Creative Civic Change Project that was split between Stoke-on-Trent and also Corby. And uh, we're going to find out a little bit more from them, obviously, in the podcast they mentioned. But how can we find out a little bit more in the show notes this week? So we'll be sharing links to uh, find out more about the Portland Inn Project and Kingswood Hazel Lee's CCC as well in the show notes. And yes, we will be sharing all of the episodes of the new podcast on our channels as well. So stay tuned for that. And I love the insights from both of them, especially George, just talking about just come and have fun. There's nothing wrong with just having fun. Just come and enjoy yourself. Yeah, and I think we've heard that from other areas as well, isn't it? It's just about opening the door and getting them in to have a bit of fun and putting no pressure on that, but learning that there's so much positivity that can come out of just getting people together and giving them something productive to do. And builds up people's confidence as they discover they've got talents they never realised. Yeah, absolutely. I think I would love to uh, go along to one of their classes. They sound like great fun. (laughs) So where are we off to next week? Next week, we'll be going to North London to Knoll Park, Big Local, and Laurie is going to be chatting to us about some interesting projects they've got helping young people into employment. Thanks, Beth. And yes, we look forward to you joining us next time on the Community Power podcast brought to you by Local Trust, discovering what happens when you give local people the power, the money and the assets to make a difference to their neighbourhoods.